Hello, welcome to Bible Bedtime. I am Dana, and I'm here as your host. It is my intention to provide a, a soft and cozy place for your brain to rest while you fall into a peaceful, deep, and renewing sleep. This is episode 95 of Bible Bedtime. And as we get closer to the 100th episode, I have to reflect on how fortunate I am that you have joined me on this journey to peaceful sleep while listening to the Word of God. We know that God has a plan for our lives. He tells us this. But it's not just our lives that He has a plan for. He, he has a plan for every moment as well. In fact, it's part of his plan for you to be listening to my voice right now. What an incredible, humbling honor it is for me to be a part of God's plan for the end of your day. Thank you so much. If you feel led and would like to share Bible bedtime with others who would benefit, the best couple of things you can do is just tell someone about Bible bedtime. Just let them know it's here and that they can find it. Another thing that helps strangers find Bible bedtime is for you to leave a rating and a review on Apple or on iTunes or any other platform that allows you to rate and review podcasts. It means so much to me when you do that. Now, it is time for you to get ready to fall asleep. As we do in each episode, I will read a full chapter of the Bible, and after the chapter, I will read Psalm 23, and I will finish our episode with a reading of the Lord's 
prayer. Many of you have, have told me that you very seldom make it to the end of the podcast before you're asleep. And that's lovely. But if you find you are still awake at the end of the podcast, that's okay. <laughs> it happens. You can take that quiet time to have a conversation with God in prayer. Or you could use or you could use that time to reflect on the chapter in the Bible that we read and meditate on any of those parts of it that had a special meaning for you. Or you could listen to the episode again or listen to a different episode. What's important is that you lie in your bed and relax and get the rest. Even if you're not in a deep sleep, you still need to rest. Now, one of the things we do each episode to trigger our brains into knowing that it's time to fall asleep is taking three deep breaths. I invite you to join me now in doing that. Here we go. One. Two. Exodus 9, where the plagues upon Egypt continue. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says, Let my people go, so that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go and continue to hold them back, the hand of the Lord will bring a terrible plague on your livestock in the field, on your horses, donkeys, and camels, and on your cattle, sheep, and goats. 
But the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and that of Egypt, so that no animal belonging to the Israelites will die. The Lord set a time and said, Tomorrow the Lord will do this in the land. And the next day the Lord did it. All the livestock of the Egyptians died. But not one animal belonging to the Israelites died. Pharaoh investigated and found that not even one of the animals of the Israelites had died. Yet his heart was unyielding, and he would not let the people go. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Take handfuls of soot from a furnace, and have Moses Toss it into the air in the presence of Pharaoh. It will become fine dust over the whole land of Egypt, and festering boils will break out on people and animals throughout the land. So they took soot from a furnace and stood before Pharaoh. Moses tossed it into the air, and festering boils broke out on the people and animals. The magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils that were on them and on all the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not listen to Moses and Aaron just as the Lord had said to Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning, confront Pharaoh, and say to him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says, Let my people so that they may worship me, or this time I will send the full force of my plagues against you and against your officials and your people, so you may know that there is no one like me in all the earth. For by now I could have stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with a plague that would have wiped you off the earth. But I have raised you up for this very purpose that I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. You still set yourself against my people and will not let them go. Therefore, at this time tomorrow, I will send the worst hailstorm that has ever fallen on Egypt, 
from the day it was founded till now. Give an order now to bring your livestock and everything you have in the field to a place of shelter because the hail will fall on every person and animal that has not been brought in and is still out in the field and they will die. Those officials of Pharaoh who feared the word of God hurried to bring their slaves and their livestock inside. But those who ignored the word of the Lord left their slaves and livestock in the field. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward the sky so that hail will fall all over Egypt on people and animals and on everything growing in the fields of Egypt. When Moses stretched out his staff toward the sky, the Lord sent thunder and hail, and lightning flashed down to the ground. So the Lord rained hail on the land of Egypt. Hail fell and lightning flashed back and forth. It was the worst storm in all the land of Egypt since it had become a nation. Throughout Egypt, hail struck everything in the fields, both people and animals. It beat down everything growing in the fields and stripped every tree. The only place it did not hail was the land of Goshen, where the Israelites were. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned, he said to them. The Lord is in the right, and I and my people are in the wrong. Pray to the Lord, for we have had enough thunder and hail. I will let you go. You don't have to stay any longer. Moses replied, When I have gone out of the city, I will spread my hands in prayer to the Lord. The thunder will stop, and there will be no more hail, so you may know that the earth is the Lord's. But I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord God. The flax and barley were destroyed since the barley had headed and the flax was in bloom. The wheat and spelt, however, were not 
destroyed because they ripen later. Then Moses left Pharaoh and went out of the city. He spread out his hands toward the Lord. The thunder and hail stopped and the rain no longer poured down on the land. When Pharaoh saw that the rain and hail and thunder had stopped, he sinned again. He and his officials hardened their hearts. So Pharaoh's heart was hard, and he would not let the Israelites go, just as the Lord had said through Moses. Psalm 23, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk, through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord's Prayer, which is found in Matthew 6. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen.